Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. See Day Trippers. Brought to you by bookmakers.com. Good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 with bookmakers.com. I'm Gavin, with me this week is Keith and Emma. Sean is on a night off. Uh, sorry for the delay, all my fault, won't go into it. Um, but, um, massive, massive game at Anfield tomorrow night. Um, Liverpool versus Everton, the Merseyside Derby. A massive game for both clubs for different reasons. Um, we want to talk about that. We want to talk about the game. Yeah, we go through lineups, we go through predictions, we go through how big a game it is. Um, and anything else, anything else that comes up in the chat, we are going to be out of here in an hour's time because I know a lot of people will want to watch the Super Bowl, so I'm promising you that we will be out of here in one hour's time. <coughs> check out bookmakers.com in the description. Um, if you gamble, check them out. Great odds from across all the bookmakers and all the sports, and do so responsibly. If you don't gamble, absolutely fine. You can check it out for football comparison stats, stuff like that. People use it for their... Um, fancy football, um, I believe. I've forgotten all about my fancy football, but people that still do it use it. Um, <coughs> Keith, how are you? I'm grand, yeah, I'm grand. Super Bowl Sunday, one of the highlights of the year. I'm wearing green for the Philadelphia Eagles tonight because I fucking hate the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, Can't stand Patrick do Mahomes. I just don't like Patrick Mahomes. I hate his guts. <laughs> Never done that on me. Seems like a nice fella, <laughs> great player, but I just hate the way the media fawn all over him like he's the second coming of Jesus Christ. So I always root against Patrick Mahomes. Um, so yeah, Philadelphia Eagles all the way for me tonight. I won't even know which team is which. I'll just turn around and go, this is a great game. Genuinely. Um, I'm still, I like NFL, but then I kind of look and go, which team has the ball here? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I genuinely, the most basic things. I, I just can't wrap my head around, but that's just me. I'm a bit simple. Uh, Emma, how are you? Yeah, good. Super Bowl Sunday just means that I'll be watching maybe the first quarter, wake up halfway through the halftime show, fall back asleep, wake up on the couch about five o'clock and have to go to bed. That's generally the way Super Bowl Sunday goes for me. Okay. Oh, I've been know. a little bit more interested in it this year, mainly because of Matt and when we were doing the watch-alongs and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to go for Philadelphia as well. Oh, I don't mind who wins it. The best team will win. And look, as your man always say, look, he's all tried. That's the main thing. Um, there you go. Right. God loves a try. Liverpool versus Everton. Um, 
let's get into it. The lads done a preview show on Friday night. It was really, really good. Um, but they were talking about other games. We want to talk about it the night before the game. So, first off, we're out, no, do you know what? Not Liverpool thing. Keith, Pep Guardiola's head is falling off in front of our very eyes. Oh. And I want to know why somebody at Man City hasn't gone to Pep and saying, will you please stop talking? They want them talking. Like, but it makes no they're sense, weird, They're weirdos. Yeah, but they're weirdos, Gav. Oh, it's, They okay. are weirdos. Man City are a weird club. Man City celebrated getting off the away for thing like they won, like blading Jerry Conlon in the name of the father coming out the front door <laughs> with a free man. They got off on the technicality. They got found guilty. They got fined the fuck. Do you know what I mean? They, they got punished, but... It was a time constraint that got them over. So they're a weird club, Man City. Their fans, I've seen it today. Their fans build the blade in Premier League song. They build a Champions League. They're still not there. Fucked out of the league, the better, because they're a horrible shower of shites. Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola. I like Pep Guardiola as a coach. I'll caveat by saying that, but he's a fucking simpleton. He's a fella that is going on. A few weeks ago and a few months ago, he's talking about distancing himself from any wrongdoing. Now he's front and center and fucking taking it on his back you know what I mean that this is everyone's picking on us and we won't forget these teams and the, the what about with the whole thing coming from Man City is out of this fucking world it's off the scale so I hope to get hammered I hope to get fucked out of the leg I hope everything and look nothing to do with the fans you know great bunch of lads 6,000 of them or whatever I just think it's it's a little joke a little gag I'm only messing I just think it's one of them things that they've acted above and beyond the rules of the, the the competition and 10 years or whatever you know what i mean it's it's scandalous what's been going on and at the end of the day one thing i will say about it is they all do it do you know what i mean they'd all do it if they got away with it. but not to the scale of these and not to the blatant sort of disregard of the rules that these have so i hope they're punished heavily i hope pep guardiola's made look a fucking egypt because he's making himself look a fucking egypt and i hope he just I hope that gets hammered home. I hope he doesn't get some little way out of it. I'm hoping the Premier League will act thoroughly on this. I think they will. I don't think they'd have made this big deal out of it if they weren't going to try and hammer them. And yeah, I just bring bring it bring them down because they're not a big club, you know what I mean? And that's not a dig at them. I know I had a little joke about their fans, but that really was tongue in cheek. They're not a big club in the traditional sense and they're acting like they're the biggest club in the world biggest revenue biggest commercial team in the world and it's laughable at this stage it's it's what's making football um it, it's it's the sort of thing that's turning me off football i'll speak for myself i don't like the um the, the the way the game is going with money and things like that and i know a lot of people are the same and it's just not what you want to see i don't want to see rich billionaires just fighting it out over who's the richest billionaire and who's play thing does the best I like tradition, I like history, I like values, and I don't get that off Man City. So I hope they get done in, but will it happen? I don't know. Hmm. Emma, <coughs> where do you... Oh, yeah, do you, but I don't even know what the question was, by the way, but yeah. I know, great you. answer. Uh, well, you've covered about 11 questions there, so fair play to you. And um, that should get us within our hour uh, time limit. Emma, where's your take on this? Now, look, we've spoken loads about the charges and this and that, but... I just found him so strange this week. Yeah, I think I've uh, listened to his press conference earlier on. He just kept repeating that they were already condemned, the 19 teams. This is because of the other 19. And he actually uh, uh, name checks Daniel Levy. Mm. And apparently Spurs are going to reach out. And why, why did they just pick on him? Mm. Um, they're more confident than the, uh, the UEFA investigation where they were found completely innocent. I have that in quotes. They were not found completely innocent. Um, and then even when he went to talk about football, he goes back and kept referring to it. He name-checked uh, Paul Dickoff and Nicky Summerby. I was like, this... No, Mike Summerby. Who, who, oh, Mike Sky, Summer, Mike who Sky, Summer, went to, Sky were throwing the camera onto today, you know. But you know. they were, but no, it wasn't it. He name checked players saying that we were in League Two before, or yeah. we were in League One before. And I'll give Paul Dickoff and somebody a shout, or, and we'll come back. And like at one stage he's innocent, and the next stage he's already preparing for being in League Two. And yeah, um, look, this I, I agree with Keith. Money has ruined football, and it's not just Man City, um, because it probably started with PSG. I'd imagine with the Neymar deal and stuff like that. The Premier League have a chance now to lay down a marker. <clears throat> and I'm just a little bit concerned with the way he's saying that he's 
overly he's more confident we're, we're going to be found completely innocent I think we'll be innocent all this <laughs> they, you just hope they lay down that marker because they have a chance to, to kind of hold on to football as we all kind of love it or as close to as we all love it as possible mm. if they if they slap these with a fine that's a wasted opportunity oh, it's over. to try and put yeah. Oh, yeah, forget about it and football is dead then essentially um, but they need to come down heavy on them I don't think the, the, the Ducton points probably not good enough. They, they has to be some sort of relegation. I won't get into talking about titles and stuff like that. I probably wouldn't want them if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, but I think it should be a case that they are stripped of them. Others are saying they shouldn't be. I think they definitely should be stripped, stripped of titles. He can't be seen to have benefited in any way, shape or form for what they're after been doing. And make no mistake, like the, the interviewer said, this is unprecedented. He said, it's not unprecedented. We had it with a UEFA. UEFA didn't have them on 115 charges. Yeah. This is um, nothing in the, yeah. in, of the like has ever been seen before. Mm. So the punishment should be nothing of the like that has ever been seen before. Yeah. Kev says in the chat there, did you see Kev's post that they're starting to amend things on technicalities, which doesn't look very good. Um, seen today, the league had to amend some of the technicalities and the charges. Not a good start. Panic will scrutinise the case of the EPL. There you go. Game over. It's all done and dusted. If they start, well, look the way I look. Listen, whatever will whatever will be will be with it, you know. And the FA, I don't think will go in with this. You see, the FA. I've said it before. The FA are opening themselves up to a lot by bringing these charges. Or not the FA, the Premier League. Premier sorry, League. Um, are opening themselves up to an awful lot of things because they self-govern, right? But like, it's not like the. It's not like the the other 19 clubs have, have brought up this report. It's not like they've done an investigation on 19 clubs and went, let's gather together and bring this charge against them. There's a fucking board of the Premier yeah. League that would, would do these things and put the put the thing out there, right? Um, I don't even think the clubs would be privy to the fact that they've been doing an investigation against one or multiple amount of clubs, right? But, like, just him this week, I just thought to myself... I think, I genuinely think they're reacting to a quote from him in May 2022, where he said, if they lied to me, I won't be their friend anymore and I won't be here anymore. Yeah. And I think they've doubled down on it, right? But I would, if I was anyone at City, I'd be saying, will you please stop talking? Because one, you, you don't seem to have a grasp on what's going on here with regards to the charges and what's coming out of your mouth, right? And two, words like, I think we'll be found innocent. He should be saying, we are innocent. Yeah. Like I'm confident we will be found innocent is oh, there's definite doubt there, but I think we'll get away with it. That's just so bad, such a bad yeah. thing to say. And like, even if we are relegated, why would you be relegated if you don't look wrong? Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. Even if we are, we go back to League Two and think and he, like does anybody believe Pep Guardiola is gonna be sitting a man city in League Two? Will you fucking <laughs> like it's just madness? And I know where you're coming from, Keith, that they're a bit weird and they want to double down, like he flat out lied in the press conference. Not one journalist pulled him, says Kev. Um, Paul Gormley wants us to say in Ovina for him. He's off to Newcastle away next weekend. I think we'll win that game, Paul, so I think it's all yeah. good. Um, but, but City Tournament today, point, City today, like, um, with banners up about the lawyer that they have, and, you know, Panic on Jerry, the like, Aaron says that um, they, they were singing a song relating to the lawyer at the end of the game. You know, says Aaron, MC says they sang the Gerrard sl- song, um, Embarrassing. You know, yeah. and, but and, that's like, funny and, and then you get on, on to, but then you get on to Sky, right? And Sky have ploughed into Man City all week with all these graphs and all these things about what the charges are and where it's from. And then you have Tyler and Neville. Who, boys, I had to watch it. I watched it today on Sky, and I never do. And you're looking at them too, and they're carrying on as if City are being stoned to death somewhere, yeah. right? And I'm wrongly saying, as well. What? <laughs> you know what is going on here right and I'm all for you're innocent until proven guilty there's 115 charges there but having said that I, I can't be hypocritical and turn around and go um, well we have to let I, I genuinely believe City have done something wrong I've said it for years so I can't sit here and say oh well, I don't know because I think these charges have been a long time coming but with, Cess, or with, with, with Pep Guardiola there and I'm saying to myself why is does, someone needs to stop him like are we responsible for the Gerard slip in 2014? No, yeah. but that's not what anyone's saying. We're not saying that you went out and done something to the grass at Anfield to make him fall. We're saying that you went out and you 
financially uh, deceived the Premier League. There's something to do. There's something to do. What happened on the pitch, and that's why I think you'll see them strip the titles, but no one else will be handed them, right? You just can't have them. But look, no one else won it, but you you are having them. But if I Man City, I'm turning around to Pep. It looks like he's doubled down, and I don't know whether he is confident that they're okay, or he knows he's up fucking shit creek and he just has to stick with this team and you know let's see where we can get out of this but honestly like if if like I'd, if it goes the way I think it should go right I wouldn't be surprised if in the next year Pep just makes his excuses and gets the fuck out of there gets out of Dodge and, and does something um, you know uh, but like <laughs> Gary Neville and, and Martin Tyler today, like that's why you should stop listening to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why you should stop listening to them because that I told you before, right? I told you before. They aren't pundits anymore. They're characters. They don't tell you what they really think. Gary Neville doesn't tell you what he really thinks. Right? Because I'll tell you now, right? If Man if Manchester United if the Glazers come out tomorrow and said Manchester United are not for sale under any circumstances, Gary Neville would have a different tact today right at that game and that's the truth but I just can't And I, uh, look we'll get off it now but I just could not understand for the life of me why he keeps answering these questions like he he would have I'm, I'm all for Man City batting down the hatches if that's their prerogative batting them down but you don't throw stuff out like that yeah. you know all the other yeah, clubs be careful man. all the other yeah. clubs be careful so hold on why should they be careful because if you've done nothing wrong how do you know why are you saying someone else has done nothing wrong why are, you, why, um, why are you making vague threats or other clubs in the Premier League? And then you'd have to ask the CEO of this team, that team. And then he names Daniel Levy. Why didn't he say anybody else? You know mm. what I mean? So I'm, I'm sure Spurs have been on to someone going, why are you naming us? But I just think he looks like a very panicked person. He looks like he's caught in the headlights a little bit. <coughs> and oh, if I'm Man City, I'm telling him, listen, any more questions about that? The, the media advisor should be saying to him, uh, to everyone in the room, we're not answering questions on that. It's an ongoing investigation. We're not answering questions. It's the same way when players have been up on different things. They don't answer questions about it. It's an ongoing investigation. But but this is keeps... how they've handled it before, Gav. This is what they do. These <clears throat> done the UEFA thing. They came out were talking absolute scutter about that. And they celebrated it like it was a fucking t- a trophy win. They're a weird club and he is a weird manager. Like, it's just weird. Everything about them is weird. Like, Pep Guardiola... Everything about this fella, the, the, the Klopp handshake, remember the real passive-aggressive blading handshake he done with him, the two-times thing he done on Anfield, everything about him is weird, and they're a weird club. I think Man City are more than happy to have him wheeled out talking absolute shit because just means one yeah. of them don't have to do it. They said Melissa already said that <clears throat> the press officer said, we're not sure what kind of a humour he's in, whether he'll be answering questions about that or not. They had the chance there to say he will not be answering questions. Yeah. They were happy enough for him. No, exactly. And if he's in the mood, well, but, them. but that that's that's to me, but that to me sounds like a club that are putting their manager out there to try to defend them. Instead yeah. of turning around and going, listen, Pep, it doesn't matter whether you think it's right, wrong, or anybody else, you are not answering questions on that. It's an ongoing investigation and you bat them away. Because even if he gives the most articulate answer ever, right, people would still go, Oh, he's answering it though. So if he's answering it, he's trying to defend himself. So what's he he doesn't need to defend himself, so there's nothing there. If he gives the answers like he's given the other day, he gets eaten a lot, eaten alive. Do you know what I mean? It's you know, and then I've seen, I've seen Man City fans saying, "Well, FFP is too stringent," and and that 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 Man City fan on the overlap saying, "You know, um, well, no, I I, I kind of I wouldn't take it back," and I'm kind of going, you, you, "I don't get, I just don't get how fans of any football club will turn around and say, you know what, um." Oh, 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 you still have all your memories and all, but part of it will be going, fucking hell, wasting me time on that and do I fucking doing this, whatever. Now, it could come out where, the, and Kev's saying there's been amendments made to the charges. Um, we don't know, do we know what amendments are being made to the charges? No, Kev, Kev, if you know. Kev might tell us. But I just thought, I just thought it was a really weird week, week from Pep and I just, I just couldn't understand how he was answering these questions. I just, but I you just think it got he's going off, well, he's going off on this, in press conferences, but then he was asked how it's affected the players, and it, it was like said that it wasn't even discussed with the players. Yeah. The club made it some sort of announcement, but in terms of him discussing it with the players, there was nothing at all discussed with the players. That's also bollocks. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe what do you think? It might be a rallying call for them. Yeah, well, know. I just thought like they were seemed loud and lardy today, very unlike them, and and they've been playing a bit cack recently. Mm. Is this the thing that sort of galvanizes them in the title run? Do you know? I don't know. Be interesting to see. Mm. Um, just get taken well, look, it, it'll, it'll go on. It'll go on for a while. Um, but if I'm if I'm Man City and I'm I'm on their media advisor or whatever. Uh, just tell him to stop talking. You know what I mean? Tell him to stop talking. Like when he the minute he comes out and he says, We are totally innocent, um, of the last time you kinda of went, Nah, come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is this is absolutely ridiculous. But um let's move on. Liverpool against Everton at Anfield. Um Emma, I'll come to you first. It's a huge game for both teams. Different reasons. Liverpool need to get a win. They need to find some sort of spark. Everton are in serious trouble down the bottom. Despite the win against Arsenal last week, they're still in the bottom three. Teams, a couple of teams around them have got results over the weekend. Um, but it's such a big game, isn't it? And it feels already. Derbies are always massive games. Um, but this one is probably the biggest in a long, long time. Um, I can't remember the last time I've gone into a derby nervous but I'm a little bit nervous about this one because this this can either make our season or completely break our season. And it's not just losing to Everton isn't just losing to anybody. It's massive if you lose to them. Look, look at that. They celebrated like they won a trophy when they beat Was it last season they beat us? Um, Everton have a pep in their step with the new manager. Um, but I am nervous, however, I, I think that's where we're going to now come out and we're probably going to lay down a marker because apparently we've looked sharper, we've looked more intense in training this week, if you believe what you're being told. Um, he literally also, brought them in. I also heard that Klopp gave them two days off. Yeah, yeah. He, he brought them in last Sunday, gave them an absolute bollocking, apparently, a meeting, and then basically said, I don't want to see this for two days. So... Um, I sat down. I had two days off myself. I had a little chat with me mugs and me glasses and me chops. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Ages. Did you hear that Liverpool and I'm back been on given board. two days off? And took two days off yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I'm only joking. No, but um, I'm. That's why I'm wearing this. I have more Liverpool top in a while because I've been that pissed off. But I'm fully on board, getting behind the team. Look, I think Anfield needs to get behind them as well. It's been a little bit of a, a little bit quiet of late. Um, there's apparently flags all the flags are going to be out they're going to welcome the team tomorrow I think it's time for everybody to get behind the team um, and I think we, we could get a result tomorrow um, but like I said if we if we don't get a result we could spoil badly yeah. Yeah. Um, but look we've been up against Sean Deutsch, a Sean Deutsch team before he's beaten us before but we know what to expect but um, as I said, Klopp was saying that they've looked sharper in training this week. New bodies coming back. I think it's going to kind of give everybody... We spoke in January about if we sign new players, it'll give everybody a lift. I think seeing these people come, these players come back into training is going to give everybody a lift. I probably most of them won't even make the, the team. But the fact that they're back in and around the place, Van Dijk, Jota, Bobby... Um, I'm not sure if there's anybody back. Diaz putting out his little message to the fans saying that he's nearly back and all that kind of stuff. Just something feels a little bit different. You hope that they've galvanised over the week and maybe the, the talk of coming out uh, of training that there's there's more intensity, there's more. They've probably gone away and hopefully taken a look at themselves and said, look, from now till the end of the season, we need to put it in. But like I said, they fell off a cliff of COVID when they, the fans weren't behind them in the stadiums because they literally weren't there I just think that tomorrow needs to be an absolute cold for them and to show that everybody is still behind them that's what that's what I said that's why I'm wearing my top I'm fully behind them so I'm praying for a praying for a result tomorrow I can I won't give me results yet because we'll do it later on but um, I think this could kick us on now if we get a result tomorrow mm. Um, Keith huge game you know, Everton have that win and all of a sudden Everton fans are confident and, you know, I'm seeing things in the chat like, oh, Anana and this and that will run all over us. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. 
Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Go back and... Like, Everton were really good in the game against Arsenal. Because they they worked hard. They were well-disciplined. But they didn't run all over anyone. Do you know what I mean? They they ran, but they didn't run. All. Arsenal had loads of the ball. You know, probably were just a bit one-dimensional Arsenal in trying to do the same thing over and over again. I think that showed when they even took Odegaard off. It was probably their only, for me at the time, during the game, where he was nicking in and winning a few balls and getting into good spaces and stuff like that. Maybe his final ball wasn't the best, which is not really usually like him. He's really, his final ball and his weight of pass is usually good, but they worked so hard. And after the game, like, you didn't, I didn't hear... Um, I didn't think oh do you know what Everton were really brilliant there today they were really good but in the sense that they defended really well they were really compact and when they got the ball they made sure the big thing was diagonal to Calvert-Lewin who tries to win it and gets the winger on it and then get midfielders get the odd midfielder in the box like Onana has a good header and stuff like that it's you know it's a good start from Everton under Deutsch. It's a derby. Anything can happen. All this stuff form out the window. All that bollocks, which is not really true. Um, but Keith, I like. I, are you with Emma? Because oh, I think I am. If if we don't win this tomorrow, like it's just you don't know where the season will go. Because I I'm being looking at it, Keith. And I think we need to win our next three league games. I think we need to win our next three league games. Anything could happen from there. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree with you in that sense. Three win three league games, and then you're looking at the table, and hopefully you're a little bit. You can see a clearer path to where you want to be or where you have to be. I think this is a huge game for Everton as well, in the sense that I think there's loads of pressure on them, not on the fans, on the players. I think if Liverpool beat them, I think that's a blade and sucker blow to them. I think they need to get a run of wins mm. on that Deutsch to get the momentum for them as well. So I think it's huge for them. I am worried about this game because, because just the players that we have, they're dropping, they're dropping. But they're, they, they, we don't have the quality just yet to get them, to, to get the big lads back in, as Emmett said. You know, you're seeing your Thiago, your Van Dijk's, your Jota, Bobby's, Arthur, uh, people are laughing at Arthur, like, but look, if he's another midfielder, if you can get, if you can get like 15, 20 minutes in games out of him, I'll take it at this stage. He is like a new signing. But I'm just worried that we just don't have the personnel, and the personnel that we do have, probably, I don't see them turning it around. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too pessimistic. I always see the good in Liverpool, but. In the sense, I'm worried that we just don't have the players. I'm trying to think of a lineup, and I'm like, oh, whatever, whatever we do with it, I think there's there's weaknesses. But I just always come back to the derby element of this, and the fact that right, everything have won a couple. Or they won one in the lockdown season, wasn't it, with no crowd? Mm-hmm. Is that the only one they won in the league? Yeah. So they still been a lot of draws. Liverpool yeah. beat them home and away last season. Did they not? Did they not? Did they not beat us on the? Season. Was no, it last we, season? We drew this season and we bet them, didn't we? We bet them twice season? last season, 4-1 and 2-0. Yeah, and it was the year before when there was no one in the stadium right. that they bet us. Um, yeah. So I just, until we get a win, I'm not as confident as I usually am. Do you know what I mean? But I agree wholeheartedly with Joe. I think we need to win. I think we need to then win the next one and we need to win the one after that. And then you start shaping it up. But um, I just think everyone's talking about being all on Liverpool, the pressure. I really genuinely think there's a lot on Everton because I think they need to get this win on the back of their last win for them to start building momentum. So I hope we just go in and treat them with contempt and don't overthink it, you know what I mean? Just go in and play. Remember he went in and played Blade and Shakiri and Curtis Jones yeah, and all yeah. these lads and Nat Phillips <coughs> and the boys and just go in and do the same. It's... Uh, for me going into a, like... I get the whole new manager bounce from Everton, but Everton are shy, right? Yeah. There's no doubt about it, they're shy. Now, Deutsch is a much superior tactical manager than Frank Lampard. Like, it's it's 
fucking yeah. night and day, right? And I watched them against Arsenal. I just just to see what the difference was, and the difference was organization knew where they to be and worked hard. They weren't they, they weren't pulling Arsenal apart. They weren't they were they were winning flick ons. They were winning getting ball wide, getting in the box. But even simple things like Everton win a free kick, right? Everton win a free kick down near the, the dugout. And straight away, Deutsch is signaling to the guy on the far side of the pitch, the, the wide midfielder, yeah. to get in, get in. He, he, was, he was basically telling him, the ball's over here, but this is where you need to be. Do you know what I mean? This, and it was just simple things like that where, you know, they were really they were really well drilled and he had a couple of days with them. And like they were never going to come out and play open, expansive football because they get hurt. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you've seen them earlier on this season, they were just so soft. There was no effort there. They were so sad. They were disorganised. There was players getting pulled out of positions. But they stuck to their positions. And, and it's a massive thing in football when your wide men work hard. Massive. Because it allows your back four to stay in a really good shape. Your wide men work back really hard, double up, and don't leave any space for people to play that ball inside you, stuff like that. And he, and they got the win. You know, it was a 1-0 win. They got it. Liverpool have been all over the place. Um, But, but the, the thing is, right, it's it's not even about quality for me. It's 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 going to be work rate, because yeah. when I look at this game, if if it goes, if we play, if we both play football, come out and play football, we'll win the game. But if we don't match them, it's 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 the old adage, isn't it? Match them and then go and beat them. And I think this is huge. This is going to be all about second balls tomorrow night. All about second balls in air box, in their box, in midfield. And what they like if they win it, if they win the second ball in midfield, they'd be looking to get that wide man. On it, they'd be looking to get, you know, a ball. Up, I don't know if Calvin Lewin will play, but up to their front man, they'd be looking to get fouls off him. It's all about work rate. And Liverpool, as much as you say, oh, from from corners or attacking or defending corners, their work rate hasn't been there. the The application has not been there. And once you stop applying yourself, particularly in midfield, you'll get hurt. You'll absolutely get hurt. So, I'm not looking for a massive free-flowing fucking 18-19 slash 19-20 marauding Liverpool win tomorrow night. I'm looking for Liverpool to go out there and go for 90 minutes we're going to have our heads on we're going to have our fucking brain switched on from the very start and nobody has beat me in a tackle and if you do that your quality will show out that's the way I look at it um, but it'd be worrying if they don't isn't it like that's the worry if Liverpool go into this, if Liverpool sleepwalk into this derby with all the pressure that they're under and go at it sort of fucking lukewarm like they have or if stone cold in fairness in some of the games that's a huge concern if they do that I think and I don't want to be the you know harbinger of doom or anything here but I think if some of the players found this in on tomorrow night it'll be the end of them mm-hmm. I think this will be the fucking the, the nail in the coffin for a lot of these lads if they if they cannot put in a performance because I think some of the boys are going to come back in for this one and I think there'll be a lot of pressure on some players to perform and not get played and bent over and tickled in this yeah Paul says they're mentally and physically fucked um, with regards to Liverpool right I get that but the thing is Dave when did he play Wolves last Saturday nine days nine days since Liverpool's last game would I be right but by the time he kick off <coughs> over nine days and mentally I get that but if Klopp has called him in and went right that's it the line's drawn under it we've tried this we've tried that nothing's working that is it now Right, and apparently that's what happened. They were brought in. They were read the right, not read the right act, but told this is this is a line under this now. So you're either with me or you're not, sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? You're gonna have to prove it. And like you said, Keith, I hope people have gone away and looked at themselves and thought, maybe my fucking space isn't too comfortable here. Maybe a fella that's playing most games is going. Do you know what? If if I don't come out of the blocks here now, I could be turfed in with all the other fellas that've been shy this season. Yeah. Um, and the fellas that've been shy this season are going. I'm in real, real doubt here, or real, um, real bother because I would say Klopp, regardless of what he said on Monday or Sunday or whatever, I'd say he's picked out probably half a dozen where he's gone. They're being phased now. That's it. Um, but that's another thing that players coming back will will do as well. Lads, positions that probably have been too comfortable. So maybe up front, you've got Bobby coming back, Jota's back training. If they don't get their arse in gear, they could lose a spot in the team. 
So it may be another kick up the air. It's great to see our mates coming back, but at the same time, I need to up the game here. Otherwise, I'm not going to be. I'm going to be sitting on the bench over the next few games. Hmm. Do you think that? Do you think that Everton will be confident to come out? And so, look, obviously against Everton, they knew that they were going to be probably backs against the wall and work really hard. Do you think that we kind of nearly? Do you think that we have a soft underbelly at the moment that they might go at us? No, no. I don't think, yeah, I don't think, think oh, like, I, Sean Dyche came to Anfield and won 1-0 with Burnley and we were on, we were on our arse with injuries, we like, fucking no players left and he still went out and played the way he plays. He still went out and played 4-4-2 four, four with one dropping off and making it a five in midfield. He's still compact. They were still hitting percentage balls, we're still hitting diagonals. You know, that's the night, isn't that the night where Ashley Barnes gets a fucking ludicrous Kicks, yeah, kicks Trent in the um, back of the head and gets a penalty. Um, <laughs> But no, I can't say it because I'll tell you why. Let's say they come out and play and Liverpool nick a ball and all of a sudden Salah... Now, listen, I'm saying this and people are going to go, well, Salah hasn't done that in all fucking year. I, I get that. But say Salah or a Dia or a Nunes fucking tears through them and scores. Everton fans will be up, bro. What the fuck are we doing? We've come to Anfield with much better sides than this against Liverpool sides that, yeah, being much better or not, you know, and we've... N- Never worked for us. It's never worked for us. The Everton's way home tomorrow is to go out there, be solid, frustrate, win second balls, hit diagonals, win free kicks, and try to win off a fucking set piece, right? Yeah. Or, or off a high line with someone running. That's Everton's way home. Coming out and playing, and going, I'm going to tap it around midfield here is not the way. Um, even against this this version of Liverpool side, for me, Keith, do you think they come out and play? No, I think I'd be surprised. You know, I would be surprised. Just on that Deutsch, um, as you said, traditionally he doesn't come out and play like that. But I, I agree. I think if they they can come at us, but not in the first five minutes, I think they'll just, as you said, Gav, they'll be compact, they'll be tight, they'll look for second balls and they'll play off set pieces and it'll be putting pressure on us, but just trying to, you know, win corners and things like that. And that's where I think they'll look. I'd say they'll be looking... I'd say they're certainly looking to be going in a half time ahead of us because I'd say Deutsch would be saying, look, these are soft as shy on corners. All we have to do here is just get a corner. Just keep it tight. Don't let them break on us, but if we can get a corner, we're going to put these under pressure. Mm. That's where I think we'll we'll see Everton's game plan um, playing for set pieces. I think the aggression of our defenders is massive. Yeah, I, I genuinely do. Like, I, I think you're, you're going to see Robertson, you're going to see things starting but centre half wise the aggression has to be there if you're soft and you're letting a fella bully you or whatever you're going to be in trouble because they're going to win free kicks and they're going to get up the pitch right whereas I'd, I'd really love us to come out tomorrow night and go do you know what we're going we're, we're penning these in we're, we're penning them in and we're walking our bollocks off and we're not letting them out and if they've hit any balls it's going to be percentage balls and we're going to make sure we're going to get to them do you know what I mean it's all about it, Second balls and our aggression is going to be huge because if we don't match their aggression, they will get on to us. Our confidence yeah. will go. They'll start winning free kicks and corners and, you know, we're abysmal on them. We're absolutely abysmal on Disgraceful. them. And it's, do you know what it is? It's just organisation. Yeah. It's just organisation. Do you know what I mean? So, um, but look, let's move on with how we think that they line up. Um, Emma, Everton, and both of if you disagree with that, I think I think he'll go with I think he'll go with Pickford and goal. He'll go Coleman right back. Um is it Mikhailenko, was that his name? Yeah. Yeah, left back. He'll play Cody and Tarkowski. Unless he goes to five at the back and brings in Mina, but I think he likes his four. He'll he'll then go with the Corey. He'll go with Anana and he go a gay. Again a gay. Um, in midfield, um, that'll be three, and then he'll probably have a Wobie. He'll have Dwight McNeil and Calvert Leon, but I'm not too sure if Calvert Leon starts, so I don't know what he does up front because Mope maybe, but we kind of know where they're going to come into. Yes, yeah, they have the Marty Gray as well, don't they? Yeah, but I'm not too sure if he suits the more impact. Yeah. yeah, more of an impact player. So I think that might be the eleven. And last week when I seen them. It was very much gay, you know, but in front of the back four, he had Onana and he had um, 
what's his face? Uh, the other fella, the Corey, and then he had a Wobi kind of walking off the right hand side, McNeil walking off, and that made them really compact. Um, so that's where everything will go. I think if any is disagree, jump in. But no, no. Emma, where do we go? Because we're ta- we're we're talking about Jota being back in training. We're talking about Firmino. We're talking about VVD is probably the biggest one because of where we are with, with numbers at the minute. But what way does he go with this? Does he change formation? Does he try to do something different? It's probably the wrong game for that. <coughs> um, I think he's probably going to go with his tried and tested 4-3-3, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll be Alisson, Trent, Matip, Gomez, Robbo. Although, I did say after the Wolves game, I'd start considering sticking Phillips in there. He's a dog of war, isn't he? <laughs> so then... Go against their go up against their dogs of war. Um, I think you'll probably see, um, by Chetich, Henderson and Keita in midfield with Thiago Will. and then it'll most likely be Salah Nunes Gakpo. I don't think anybody is back long enough to impact on the starting lineup. So I would imagine that you'd probably see Jota on the bench. Um, maybe Bobby depends. Uh, I don't think Van Dijk. I've and I've not watched Klopp's press press conference, so I don't know how far they were are away. Um, but yeah, I think he's got. I think he goes four three three. Um, I don't. I normally I would have said Fabinho gets in there, but I think he's at the bottom of the pecking order now. Um, yeah, that's the lineup I'd see him going with. Keith, for you. Yeah, similar. I mean, I would be very worried if we see Fabinho in the team tomorrow just because his form is absolutely diabolical. And I know you, people can say, look, play our way back into form and this is the match for it. We've said it on this show. Shawnee has said it a hundred times. Like, Fabinho's coming on to pitches and if he's not hacking at blading players, he's hacking at balls. And <laughs> it's just not something that you need. And this, I'd rather see Bajetic in there than Fabinho every day of the week, even though he's only a young fellow. I just think he's he's mobile and he's trying to move the ball forward quickly. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Milner played in there. Um, yeah. My, my only concern with Bajetic is does the, does the occasion get to him? He's picked up a few yellows. Yeah, he's, well, that... That's very true. Yeah, he, he does like a yellow. Into a tackle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does so like a yellow. So that that's what I mean. It could be a it could be a Milner Henderson Kate in midfield. I think I wouldn't be surprised I, if he's not. If Pachetic has Henderson in there, he can nearly talk because there's, there's no better talker in the game on the pitch than Henderson. Right, his legs might be failing him at the moment, but even through the COVID seasons, we've spoken about it a bit tonight. You could I loved listening to the games and you could hear him talking to young lads excellent. through the games. He was excellent. Um he may have an influence on Bacetic. He may be able to calm him down. That's my only worry about Bacetic. Other than that, if it wasn't Everton, it wasn't a derby, I'd have no hassle with him being in there. I do think he starts though. Oh I think it's a hard call. I'd I I'd put Van Dyke in. I really would. It depends how fit he is, doesn't it? Ah, uh, listen. Big games coming up. Yeah, I know, but this is a big one. Can't yeah, worry about the fucking game after. Champions League. And I know, I know, but listen. Just the way we are at centre-back. Like, Matip is, is not in good form. Gomez is just not playing well at all. We need, as much as midfield is a concern, we need, I think we need him back. In, and, and I'm not saying he's had the best season so far. None of them have. So, you know, we can throw that at anybody. I would try to get Van Dijk back into that team. If I if I thought I could get it out of him and we approached the game that protected him a little bit, I would try to get him. And by that I yeah. mean front foot, working hard, you know, and literally going back to where Van Dijk is dealing with fellas where they're hitting mad fucking percentage passes, 60 yards to try to get away, get out of their own half and Van Dijk sweeps them up. Um, his organization as well from set pieces would be yeah and, and his height i just i just think i just yeah, think i would try to get van dyke in i really would and i understand people saying no and I, you, I get your point with games coming up with real madrid and all but this game is now keith and yeah. you know maybe the only thing that would stop me putting van dyke in is nothing about games stuck down the road is is can we can he get through the game because yeah. we need some we need some sort of spark somewhere. That's why I'd love to see Jota on the bench. He's another spark, you know, the sort of way. But that's um, sort of what I meant as well, Gav. You know, if you start Van Dijk and he's not 100% and you lose him after 25 minutes, 
then the arse falls out of you. Do you know what I mean? Because the mm. crowd will be like, oh, who, Joe Gomez is coming on bollocks or mm. Joe Matip is coming on bollocks. And that's where we are with them lads. I mean, Gomez is turning his back on things. Matip is blading, kicking fresh air. You know, there's no yeah, confidence. Yeah, and in that's, that's where I think you need someone in there. I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I'd play Bacetic, I'd play Milner and I'd play Keita. Honestly, I would. And what yeah. I'd do is I'd... Um, oh, Fabinho's just being appalling. Yeah, and Henderson not much better. Um, but having said that, Henderson's been not started a game. I don't think since Brighton away yeah. in the in the league, which is going back now. I don't know a month. One one big thing that we've been missing, and I know Robbo did his best, is a leader on the pitch. We've not had a leader on the pitch for the last few games. Yeah, yeah. but 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 Milner covers I, that, and you see, I want. Yeah, yeah. But but as much as as much as Henderson is going to, as much as Henderson would be a. I suppose a senior figure around Bacetic, so Milner, and I trust Milner to track the likes of Onana making a run or to Corey making a run than I would Henderson um, right now because I, when I watch Henderson I just go he's running away from you, why, why aren't you running with him um, so I think I think I would go with them three um, I'd love to see him go with Milner and Bacetic beside each other with Kate ahead of them Simply for these second balls, knockdowns and stuff like that, and that bit of security, which allows you then, in a normal Liverpool midfield, you, you go Fabinho and two others, and the, the full-backs go on because Fabinho's just out of his world at what he does. But no, none of them are out of his world at what they do. And what they're going to come up I'm coupled with what they're going to come up against, I play too deeper. But I'd let me full-backs go. I'd let me full-backs go, and I'd say to Dwight McNeil, and I'd say to Alex Awobi, you better get back, you need to get back against us. Or yeah. we're going to hurt you. We have to get that fear factor back into them. Um, it's a halfway both, house, isn't it, between attacking and defending? Yeah, but I think I think if you push them back, it, it makes them... They, they don't have the quality to play out. Yeah. Telling you now they don't. Do you know what I mean? All this, oh, nah, it'll do this to us, and, and he might have a great game. Or the Corey will do this to us. That's just walking off the... Like, have you watched fucking Anana and the Corey this season? Like, genuinely. Yeah. Right? Um, and... I know we can get so caught up in one result or one one performance, but overall everything have been dog shit, right? And they've done a brilliant defensive walk last week. They they were running hard in midfield. I've no problem with that. But overall they're not going to play through you for me. That's just my thing on it. Up front, Gakbo, Nunes, um, Salah. But I'd start Nunes on the left hand side. Yeah, right. say and the reason put him against Coleman for the first yeah. 15 minutes and give him the ball every time you can and just, say, you just put it past him and just go for him because Coleman is a brilliant servant to Everton he's a brilliant servant to Ireland but he's lost that pace right and he has that tendency now to dive in to try cover for that like that that diminishing pace and I think they can hurt him I'm now I'm not having said that after 15 you put Gakbo out there and let him have a go at him do you know what I mean? Switch it up a little bit. Because if Liverpool, as much as I like Nunes and, you know, he splits opinion, I don't know why, because he, like he's a brand new player into a team that's been shy, right? Yeah. He splits opinion. But if Everton know that Liverpool are coming out tomorrow night, but there's a 4-3-3 and that's what they're going to do, he'll have pages of fucking shit he's had them reading all week and how to deal with it. Whereas they go out and go, oh, he's playing there and he's, oh, they're playing too deep, oh, you know, the sort of way. And they might commit an Everton midfield onto you a little bit more. That's the way I would go with it. I would try to get VVD in the team. I think Jota, I'd, I'd love to see him on the bench. And just, I think, just I think give... somebody said in the chat there that Van Dijk hasn't had a contact session yet since he's been back. Yeah, but you see, that's maybe I'm just, maybe it's just, um, maybe maybe I'm just wish, it's wishful thinking for me. I'm just, I'm just dying to get somebody. I'm just dying yeah. to get somebody back in. Uh, 360 watching, 106 likes. Red Steve reckons us 255 sneaky blue. <laughs> ah, wouldn't be that sneaky. He'd have to be having a go. Glasgow yeah. says, no one's saying that, Gav. We're saying they'll overpower us and run through us, not play through us like Prime Barcelona. But they're not running through anybody. Yeah. They didn't run through Arsenal. They didn't run through nobody. What they done against Arsenal was they worked really hard. And when they got the ball, the midfielders weren't involved. It was banging balls at Calvert-Leon. It was winning head down, knockdowns to McNeil. He was trying to put them in the box. And that's where it triggered Anan and Decorey to get in the box. And it looks it like... It was his midfielders at Burnley for all those years. Westwood's... 
Johnny Nomark's loads of them because he didn't play through midfield. Do you know no. what I mean? It's all down wide areas and long balls and second balls. Yeah. His midfield, that's not how he plays. I no. think they went and listen, through. You can, but you can have a go at that all the time as much as you want, but that's what he does. Yeah. That's what he does. And I think he might get them out of this because I'm looking at other teams around with Southampton are all over the shop. Oh, you know, yeah. Leeds have lost today. You know, it kind of robbed them a little bit, but he's still lost. You know, Wolves got a really good win from Wolves, but but the problem with everything is, and someone said earlier, the pressure's on them because it's all right if you're down there with five or six and you think six them down here and there's three spots, you have a chance. But if it starts getting just fucking four of us down here and there's three spots, then it gets really fucking dicey. And that's where it can end up being if everything were to lose a couple of games. So, um, With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. If they win the game, they leapfrog Leeds, West Ham, Um. And that in itself brings pressure, you know. Yeah. That in itself yeah, brings yeah, pressure. Yeah, of course it does. Um, but look, we're kind of agreed in the lineup. We're kind of agreed on how everything the lineup. We've we've talked about how it'll go. Um, predictions, Emma. Two one Liverpool. Okay. Uh, scorers, I can see us scoring an absolute belter from outside the box. I think we're we're probably due one. I can't decide whether it's gonna be a Trent free kick or a Gakpo. Um I'll go with I'll go with Gakpo to get his first. Okay. And Nunez with the second. Okay. Keith. Four one. Liverpool. Keith's off and running. Oh, I'm only giving that one. That's a generous one, but I don't trust those tickets. The last time you've done this, you said it was 9 0 at Old Trafford and we lost 2 yeah. 0. Yeah, it wasn't the best prediction. I'll, I'll admit that it wasn't the best. No, but you know what? In all seriousness, I think we could come out and smash Everton tomorrow. I, I think every game we're going to turn it around and we're looking further and further away from turning it around. But I just think the way this derby is falling now on a Monday night. Um, as I've said before in the show, I think Everton are under pressure. It's not just Liverpool. I think of course Liverpool, are. In the league, yeah. yeah. And and the new manager bounce, like they got that last week. I don't know if it's a, a continuous thing. Do you know what I mean? So I think Liverpool. If Liverpool can start hot, I agree with Emma. I can see Gakpo getting off the mark. I can see uh, Nunes scored, and I can genuinely. I could see one of them games. Remember a few years ago when. We, we played the weekend team and they were all thinking this was their first win and then they started shitting themselves on the way to the ground and was we the bounced off them. You know, there's a history of Everton fans cacking it and all when they think they're going to do it. Um, but yeah, I think I think we could smash them. I think we could really, really smash them and turn our season around and challenge yeah. for top four again. Kev said, at seven minutes past ten, you said you were nervous and at five, four minutes to eleven, you're saying four one. Yeah, well, that was confident that it said six <laughs> nil. <laughs> so I'm not this is, confident. This is a, that's a worried prediction from Keith. Of a a cagey, a cagey four one. Um, two two draw. Hang on, two two draw. I actually think we might have to come from behind twice. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I think. I just look. Everything I've said in this show is what I want us to do. I just don't know if we'll do it. You know what I mean? And uh, loads of people in the chat have made a very good point. We're waiting all fucking season for something to spark. Yeah. We're waiting all season for us to get working, to out- outrun teams. We're waiting for, to win second balls, to be solid. And it's just so many things at the moment wrong in this Liverpool side. One's leading to another. You know, centre-backs aren't in the best of form or they're out injured and that's leading into a midfield that's being changed all right, all over the place. And then on top of that, you've a new forward coming in. You have two new forwards, really. One in Nunes, one in, one in Gakbo. Now, Salah's not on great form, but has he been given much service? You can argue over that. I just think it's I think it's one of those where we'll come out of it with more questions than answers. And Everton will come out of it because feeling like they're a bit robbed because they were ahead twice. And I don't... I just, it just it kind of screams to me of 
a game where Everton will probably get more out of it with a point, but it'll still leave them in deep trouble. And we'll come out going, yeah, we fought, but like this is Everton, they're fucking 18th in the league or whatever it is. And that's just me. That's just me. I could be completely wrong. Veranda Cheese says 2 0 tomorrow, uh, 20 euro on it. You're welcome. Um, I'm just, that's just where I am on it. I, and <clears throat> I'm always optimistic about Liverpool. No matter, like, they get beaten on Monday, I'll be watching them again next weekend. You know what I mean? And I'll be still telling you they might win. Or I'll, I'll still try to find the positives. But at the moment, there's just no belief in it. There's no spark yeah. in it. And I'm hoping no that, that I'm I'm hoping that, that Klopp <clears throat> chat with them and sending them home for two days and they come back and they're refreshed. And I'm hoping the talk of more intensity is there and more organisation is there. I'm really hoping it is. But on current form, the way things are, the sort of game it is, Monday night under the lights, I, I, I yeah, I'll stick to you all. I think I think Nunes will get one. And I think I think Salah will get one. So that's where I'm going to go. Jake says Nunes to get a red card. Um, awesome. Let me see. Uh, Jonathan says if things go wrong tomorrow night, Anfield might get frustrated for the first time in a long time. I've seen a quote there from Klopp earlier. Um, I'm, tr- I'm going to try to bring it up. Um, well, he, he made a couple. Um, Jake says, Jürgen Klopp on Sky Sports report about Pep Linders and Andres Cormier says, it makes no sense. I don't even read it but I have to react. Nobody is here because they are my friend. Ashley says, uh, there was a another quote from Klopp where he says, I am, I am committed 100%. If we win, I feel part of it. If we lose, I feel 100% responsible. When I left Mainz, it was a career step. When I left Dortmund, I was exhausted. I am neither of those here. There so you go. He's, he sounds like he's fully, um, he's fully, you know, Ready to somebody else, somebody else said, I don't know whether it was Archie or um, Abo said that apparently Klopp went off on one at the journalists in the embargo section. Okay. I yeah, I think that, that was the. I think that was what he was saying about Sky Sports because didn't wasn't a Melissa okay. Reddy's article that was saying Cornwire and all and Linders were having too much influence, and I think that could be what it was. Someone in the chat there. Uh, will let us know. Yeah, but loads of can't... people have said that. Like Jamie Carragher stood on the pitch after a game Liverpool played. Might be in Brentford or something away or whatever. And basically said, oh, it might be, you know, he was making out that Linders had too much influence, but then saying, well, I don't know. But, he, yeah. you know, he throws it out there knowing what's going to happen. Um, right, it's 11 o'clock. Everyone's going to go and watch the Super Bowl now. USA. USA. <laughs> um, what was I going to say to you? Oh, yeah, Charities. Um, as you can see on screen, the link is in the description for our charity campaign, which is Breast Cancer Research. Um, and we are supporting 12 women um, that are running as a group in the Dublin Marathon this October. Um, the target is to raise €20,000. Um, it's just gone over €2,000, so it's not been a bad start um, so far. But look, all your super chats from here till that, from here till the marathon, will go to them. All right, but let, let me tell you. If you if you give us a tenner, they only get seven because YouTube take a thirty percent. So there's two ways you can do this. Hit us with super chats as much as you want. Okay. If you're watching live, hit us with super chats. That's absolutely fine. And anything we, we earn off super chats for that month, every month will be sent on to them. It could be fifty quid, it could be a hundred quid, depending on how much people donate that way. Or you can go into the link in the description, whether you're watching live, watching it back, listening back. On your description on all your podcast apps, there's a link there where you can click it and you can find the, the link to donate. And you can donate there or you can share it to wherever you want and help us out there, right? Um, and yeah, look, the, if you're on our social media, it's all it's across all our social media. So if you follow us anywhere, you'll find that as well. And um, but please help us out with that. The golf day is coming up, and if you need if you need any help with donating, if you need if you want to share this a bit more and you want some information on it, if you want to sponsor a hole at the golf day, a long drive, a close to the pin, a raffle prize on the day for the people that are going to support us on that raffle that night, email us at lfcdaytrippers at gmail.com and I personally will do anything I can to get the money from you, to take money off you if you need to buy prizes, send you information, anything you need, I will send it to you, all right? Um, so that's all on the charity stuff. Um, Keith, anything else before we go? 
no, nothing, nothing. Gav, gonna sit up now for bleeding half three watching the Super Bowl. I can't wait for the Anna. Started the show, half time entertainment. I'll usually go and make ham and cheese sandwiches no. or something then. Uh, make your ham and cheese sambos were about five minutes ago in the second I don't I'm not into them half time shows I love the half time shows some of them are shy um, Lady Gaga was great a few years ago brilliant uh, Eminem 50 Cent Snoop Dogg great they throw in the odd skiddy one as well but I think Rihanna's going to be the business tonight that's going to be the highlight just once Patrick Mahomes loses it I don't care <laughs> I want Patrick Mahomes to lose I want Rihanna to be the MVP and I want Jalen Hurts to lead the Eagles to uh to the Super Bowl to the when Lord was the last tonight. time so the Eagles won a Super Bowl they only won it a couple of years ago and Kansas City Chiefs women nah, they've won yeah they've been in three fucking Super Bowls yeah, in yeah, the yeah, last okay. five years don't want them to get anything get them out show bags okay. Patrick Mahomes hope he twists his ankle oh my god he twisted his ankle in the last one and he played oh, on you know okay, what I mean so right. I'm not wishing ill on the man I'm just wishing just a recurrence of, of the injury Ill. yeah okay yeah. <laughs> Emma anything else before we go no just hoping to get a win tomorrow like Brighton Brentford Spurs Newcastle all dropping points this weekend a win tomorrow I think it's going to be massive yeah mm-hmm. so just three points tomorrow yeah we need to win our next three league games in, to make this season in any way like interesting going into the last couple of months. If you win your next three league games, like genuinely, you're about six points off fourth. We've like, been saying that for such a long time. But the thing we? is, but the thing is, right? If you win there. tomorrow, if you win tomorrow and you beat Newcastle next weekend, right? Okay, that means you've picked up five points on Newcastle, yeah. right? And you still have a game in hand on them because it was one of your games in hand was playing there. Yeah. Two games in hand you might actually have maybe one, yeah. maybe two. But what I'm saying is you can pick five points up on Newcastle in a week and still have a game in hand on them. Do you know what I mean? It's it's massive. Um it is gonna be massive. Um I'm so excited. I'm gonna to to play golf tomorrow and I genuinely I'm so fucking excited. Like, honest to God, lads, I like the excitement is ridiculous. Like my wife's looking at the rolling her eyes at me going, You you don't need to check the batteries on that camera anymore. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> checking batteries and all sorts of stuff. But now, wasted the batteries by constantly checking on Just them. checking the batteries <laughs> constantly. I've wasted them, so I have to recharge them. But now, look, me and my mate Neely are starting a YouTube channel. Um, it's a golf YouTube channel. It's going to be us playing golf. Bang Average Golf is the name of it. It's going to be Bang Average Golf. But it's going to be a great laugh. We've loads of different games we're going to play. We're going to challenge each other. We're going to caddy for each other. We're going to do all sorts of stuff as much as we can and put the content out there. We are going to have such a fucking laugh doing it, right? But um, if you want, um, I could probably get you the, the link and I could proper in the chat. I don't know. If, does, does, does the chat work with the old links? I was putting the phone chat link in the okay. call in the other day. Okay. It's gone in there now. I might work. I might not. I'm not too sure. Yeah, anyway, I'm a yeah, Tim Blue. It's coming up as a link on mine. There, okay, so. well that that's the, the link there. Bang cool. Average Golf. Yeah. Okay. I've clicked it. It works. Okay. Well, Bang Average Golf is the name of it. Um, we are starting to record tomorrow. Now tomorrow's meant to be a test of just equipment and with the thing, but we have decided between me and Neely that, you know. If it works and everything comes out well, we will edit it down to a proper video. But we're only going to make it available to YouTube subscribers, the first two or three videos, because we want feedback on it. And we want feedback, we want suggestions on games we can play. But we want to know if you're a golfer or you know any golfers that might at some stage want to come and play golf for us. We're open to that. This this channel is going to be about having a laugh, not being afraid to be shit at golf, not to be afraid of how you look, right? And bringing people on to play with us and just stick a mic on play some golf video and just have a good time so the link is in the description if you give it a subscribe you might like golf brilliant if you don't like golf watch it anyway because it's going to be a laugh right um so that's why i'm so excited we start at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning it could go badly fucking wrong but we'll know tomorrow if it's gone badly wrong if it hasn't we possibly have two videos we can bring you um in the next week we hadn't planned to bring out any videos till maybe april but if this goes well tomorrow we kind of have a nail down so why not bring them out and give people a, a taste of what we have we are going to be doing shorts on on you on youtube we're going to be doing little bits on instagram little bits on tiktok um so we've cameras galore we've mics galore it's all happening um someone asked about cans there could be cans as well 
I could be calm. Yeah, sounding like Pep Guardiola there. Do you know that? If it's good, we might do this. If it's good, if well, be positive, do you know what? I'm being, I'm being, be I'm being perfectly honest with you. It's going to be brilliant. Yeah. We're going to have a fucking great time doing it. But we said we're going to probably put out about 20 to 30 videos of content across maybe a month. And if people like it and watch it, we'll continue doing it. If they don't like it, you know, we just it stop doing it. We just keep playing golf, but we won't video it. Uh, MC said, I love to see Gab hit the ball into the bunker about 40 times in the video. I don't hit many bunkers. I don't oh, hit many bunkers, I'm being honest with you. Um, but some shocking shots, some great shots, but that's what a golfer is all about. Um, right, that's it. Go and subscribe to that channel if you want. Make sure you donate if you can as well. Um, to our charities check out bookmakers.com as I said thanks a million to Keith thanks a million to Emma I've been Gav go and enjoy the Super Bowl hit the like button on your way out if you're listening on a podcast hit the button on your podcast to give us a review five stars reviews are really good and it really helps us as well not only with more people seeing the show but more people trying to see the charity work and stuff we're doing Um, yeah that's about it talk to you in a bit over now. Podcast Network.